Hi guys, welcome back to the new entrepreneur series of the Growth Mindset podcast where we will interview interesting entrepreneurs and their unique ideas every week. If you want to be aware of what new and interesting ideas are taking life around you, then this short 15 to 20 minute podcast episode will give you all that information. So, without further ado, let's talk to our entrepreneur of the week. Chandan and Dheeraj, uh, thank you so much for joining us on the Growth Mindset Podcast. It's a pleasure to have you guys. A pleasure. Thanks, Rishad. Awesome. A pleasure. Perfect. Now, Dheeraj and Chandan, for guys who might not have heard about you, my listeners basically who are from India, would you like to just tell them about yourself, where you're from and what you guys do at the moment? Sure. So, guys, my name is uh, Dheeraj Jain. Uh, I'm a born retailer, grew up in a family of small retail businessmen uh, have spent most of my life you know in that segment uh, after my graduation my engineering from jadavpur uh, 20 plus years uh, overall experience <clears throat> half the time i spent in us rest half uh, based in bangalore but traveling all across but mostly uh, focused in uh, retail and consumer goods industry uh, which is uh, the common love that both chandan and i share and which is what brought us together uh and uh, maybe another introduction could be in parallel universe maybe i'm a professional golfer and a master chef interesting and when i start speaking myself sometimes people think that we are from the same family because <laughs> i am retailers uh, in himachal so i belong to the mountains uh, born and brought up in a small town called chamba in himachal pradesh and uh, you know studied in india and uh, came to us around uh, you know now 16 years back Uh, you know, for a professional career, and have stayed since then here. Uh, but all along, 20 plus years in retail industry globally, uh, just like Dheeraj. Uh, in fact, we uh, we both met uh, during one of our professional assignments, and we've been uh, friends since then, almost 12 plus years now. That's interesting because that's that's exactly one of the question I had. Like, how do you guys meet in the first place, and what what got you into the idea that okay, we need to start a business together? Yeah, I mean, it's a uh... a uh, pretty long answer to this but uh, we'll try and keep it short so i guess like chandan mentioned I, you know we met about 12 13 years ago 2008 uh, approximately so where both of us are working for uh, wipro uh, and uh, had a lo- lot of you know, common pursuits and uh, we had a few year, we worked together a few years and then post that i decided to move back to india uh, but since then we have been in touch we we have had a uh, different uh, career trajectory i moved on to a couple of other organizations and then also moved on to something else but we always kept in touch and almost every year we used to catch up <clears throat> meet in person uh, uh, we used to visit uh, may you know uh, cross our paths uh, in some of these events you know across the world and uh, always our common topic used to be you know let's do something right <laughs> because this is something that uh, you know both of us have as common passion retail and technology right and the global mm. access so if you look at you know some of these things and uh, both of us also very passionate people right in terms of what we do and we get you know deep into it uh, you know trying to understand what the problem that the industry is facing right and what what could be done what is that out of possible so we've always debated you know brainstorm often you know till middle of the night 2 o'clock 3 o'clock you know <laughs> uh we've done that so many times and must have bounced several ideas 
uh, that uh, you know that maybe we should do this but few years ago is when you know we got serious about it that something started uh, resonating with both of us in terms of uh, what we are seeing in the industry and you know what we thought is going to happen in next decade or so and based on that what is it what is the role that we could play so we started brainstorming on that maybe a few years ago three three four years ago chandan right and um, uh, so yeah uh, and then finally you know the story of dot connect started maybe chandan if i missed anything you can add to that i think you covered it i think uh, you know since you talked about how we <clears throat> how we met uh, since we have uh, known each other for a long time i think one thing that has always uh, gone very well in our interactions is you know how we really with similar passions how we still complement each other very well right in terms of the skills our unique interests and areas of uh, you know knowledge and depth and this i think uh, becomes very important when you're really building a team together and uh, i think that has gone very well and we have started to um, gather more like minded people like us who are now part of dot connect so the community and the family is growing and this is always fun to see and um, after that it's just about uh, you know following your passion and the calling true so obviously now uh, whenever you're starting a business there are a lot of caveats that fall into picture a lot of things that that you know founders need to do uh, who who's the creative one in your group uh, it's you or is it dheeraj and who's the the a, the logical one the anal- analytical one who actually <laughs> does all the math <laughs> yeah. I mean, like Chandra was saying, right? You know, we we complement each other so well that at times, so what happens? I mean, we we call it good cop, bad cop, right? So <laughs> one of us becomes a good cop, other one becomes a bad cop. So it's not, to be honest, it's not one person who's always creative or always logical. I think uh, what we have seen is on different areas, right? One of us, uh, you know, gets more creative, right? And the other would, uh, you know, take more of an execution hand. whereas in certain other areas maybe one will be more you know a uh, blue sky thinking and other will be like you know now uh, you know uh, let's uh, talk what uh, makes sense right now so i think that's how i would describe unless uh, chandan you have any other response to them so for me i you know guru dheeraj so he's my go to guy for anything when it comes to really deep technology and a lot of the logical thinking in terms of you know uh, mm. build you know a very interesting solution so he's got a knack for that so he is definitely my go to source of inspiration for that but like he said i think we you know one good advantage of knowing each other for a long time is you understand the personality in a way sure. then it doesn't force right it's a it's a very natural evolution of you know who plays what role in which kind of a discussion or an initiative but among us there's always somebody who's uh, always there to keep the other person grounded and more re- uh, realistic right so we sure. kind of play that Uh, as needed interesting and i want to ask you this because there are a lot of uh, uh let's say founders out here in india who who have their own startups and there are multiple other stakeholders involved now how can how do you guys basically manage let's say this conflict of interest you say okay we need to do this and maybe dheeraj says okay we need to do this this is very crucial when it comes to growing your startup So how can or what are some practical tips? How do you guys do it, and what do you think other founders can do so that they can find a common ground? Because end of the day, the whole agenda is to make the startup grow and not just be consumed Correct. by our own thinking. Correct. No, I think you know uh, a very very pertinent question, Irshad, and uh, this is probably you know in our opinion one of the often underestimated problem, right? So many founders when they uh, come together, 
there's a lot of passion right there's sure. a lot of energy and uh, soon uh, you know when you uh, face all of these practical challenges uh, you know uh, then uh, the real stuff comes in okay? and see uh, again uh, the benefit of both of us spending over 20 years in the industry was uh, that when we decided to do this uh, it was not like a spur of a moment uh, decision right it was not a chalo kuch karte hain type right uh, let's just do it uh, so it was a very thought through discussion in fact over the years who would we work with and i think it has happened uh, for both of us i can speak for myself i have always you know in fact i moved to india primarily to do my startup in 2012 right so i was in us for 10 years gave up my green card uh, decided to come back uh, idea was that i'll take a year to settle down with family and so on and so forth and then you know do my startup because again coming from business family and with that whole intent it was always that deep desire and over the years uh, we i must have come across uh, for at least five or six occasions where i was ready to start something uh, maybe with a different set of people with on different ideas and all of that what i was very convinced about is like you know before starting up you need to be extremely extremely confident about your co-founder true right? that is uh, and it's almost like uh, marriage right you know <laughs> so the amount of uh, diligence you would do to you know find a life partner i think business partner also deserves the same level of you know diligence uh, and so which is where like you know because chandan and i we have always been you know talking and uh, we always uh, you know had that why that while uh, both of us have similar background similar wavelength we respect each other we and we complement each other like chandan has very strong global sales experience you know uh, mine is more uh, varied experience so started as a techie was a you know rcs plus plus architect then i did some large program management uh, client partnerships and then products and solutions so so that way like you know we we have had that complementary mix plus uh, you know uh, like we were saying like one of us tends to become like you know good cop other becomes bad cop right so we look at things from both the perspective so sometimes you know when i try to go very aggressive you know he'll be a little bit more uh, grounded and that's something you know over a period of time when that confidence came you know what this is it i mean you got to just feel it right so uh, it's a long drawn answer to your question but i want to answer in two parts one is before you finalize a you know co-founder right it's very important to do that level of diligence and be that confident that this is you know almost like choosing a life partner once you have done that and you have started there and every day there will be you know a lot of activities right where some of the decisions need to be made and there will be uh, obviously conflict of not interest i would say opinions right yeah. different opinions and which is good i mean uh, healthy debate is also needed at times so how we have handled is we have uh, so we do couple of things of course there are areas where both of us are involved we brainstorm in fact we have our daily regular my 7 am call with chandan so coffee with chandan <laughs> so every day in the morning so we catch up on all sorts of things right so and we then brainstorm we ideate and all but at the same time what we have done is amongst ourselves we have divided our responsibilities so we soon realized that you know there are so many areas it will uh, we will not do justice if both of us uh, get involved in each and every decision making it will not help so based on our own skill sets and our own strengths what we bring to the table 
So we have sort of divided you know, our focus areas and that's how we have you know, communicated with the team as well. So the team knows that you know for which areas they, you know they should uh, you know come to me versus Chandan and of course not that you know other is not available. So we are trying to be judicious about how we utilize our time. So that reduces I would say you know potential conflict or uh, but there are of course areas where we we do healthy debates that whether we should do it or not whether it makes sense are we losing track of the long term are we staying for not uh, too focused on this so we do that. But collectively, at the end of the argument, we make sure that we arrive at one decision. Hmm. And then whatever decision is, just go for it and execute it through. And just to add, see, where we have seen challenges, um, you know, uh, like you said, right, your question was very valid. And, you know, there have been examples. And I think, uh, you know, uh, staying core to your purpose, staying core to your vision and what's the long-term goal is very important because challenges happen when a personal ego uh, you know, yep. takes a stage True. compared to the long-term goal, right? And, you know, that's where, you know, having that clarity of, uh, you know, vision is very important. Mm, okay. Then tell us about Dot Connect. What exactly is Dot Connect all about? What are you guys trying to do? So Dot Connect, uh, I mean, it's a, uh, when we, uh, so maybe I'll, I'll start with a little bit of a backstory and I'll let Chandan explain the, uh, you know, the genesis of the name and everything. Uh, so the backstory is, uh, it's almost five years ago. So I talked about, right, you know, how we've been constantly thinking, what is it, you know, that we would like to do? Given that we come with a lot of passion around retail industry, and by retail, I say retail, consumer goods, brands, everything, and, uh, you know, very involved in technology. And uh, we believe, like, in the power of technology, you know, not for the sake of uh, technology, but the potential, the art of possible what a technology can do for every business. And uh, we strongly believe that every business is a tech business too, but if done right. Okay? Many uh, uh, businesses, they either do not apply technology at all, or they apply for the sake of technology. Let's go to cloud, let's do AI, but why? Yeah. Right? Sure. Uh, but doing that in the right way, that's something again, you know, was our common passion as well. So at the intersection of uh, retail business, technology, and the global perspective that we bring in, given that we have worked globally as well. So the idea was, what can we do, you know, in this space where we can leverage our inherent strengths and the network that we have, strong network that we have built globally in this space. So which is uh, during that time, uh, I was actually, uh, you know, uh, running a product business for an organization. And uh, what we realized, and coming from a services industry background, uh, very soon realized that, you know, product business is very different than services business. How do you, uh, the rhythm is different, you know, how do you take it to the market is different. And uh, which is where uh, I also was thinking like, you know, a lot of companies, you know, based in India, they have, while they have done well in the services side, but there are very few product stories, very few, and especially even in products, very few B2B product stories. There are some B2C product stories, SaaS stories, but not many B2B stories. And then when we look at, you know, that a lot of companies, be it in Bay Area or UK or Israel, they, you know, even countries like Israel, such a small country where there is no domestic market for B2B at all, but they've been doing so well, right, in the global marketplace. So what is it that is working for them? And what can, you know, the industry over here can adapt? And then through my own personal experience, I realized that, 
product selling is very different because you got to understand the problem statement in detail you know and which is where uh, you know uh, like you know we say that you got to fall in love with the problem not with the solution so once you love fall in love with that problem that whether uh, what is that uh, for example uh, why demand forecasting is a problem let's say for a fashion apparel retailer in jewelers why that is happening why it is so critical right once you keep asking these why 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 and you know and, and unravel and uncover that problem and it's not easy see for sales guys you know and we have all done that uh, i mean the bias especially in service industry is all about you know closing this quarter right how do you quickly uh, you know yeah. and where it is all about getting the requirements getting someone to uh, you know build a proposal submit and making a number they don't have appetite to really understand the problem in detail right and that bandwidth and that intent so once you fall in love with the problem you understand that and then you apply that what technology can do to solve it what is out of possible and once you've internalized that and then you go to the customer and say look i know exactly what you're going through this is the problem you're facing and this is why you are facing how about if i if you know i do this to do you know and give you this outcome suddenly those guys will have a lot of respect for you right because they'll know they'll appreciate that you understand the problem now this takes time it's not easy it's not an easy thing to do it it's a you know very challenging aspect of bringing that deep process business process understanding technology understanding and have an ability to do that consultative selling yeah right? and not just that hard selling whining dining talking about weather it has to be sure. very deep you know conversation so when all of that happened uh, and once we changed our model to that in a year we did more business than the previous 5 years combined so that was more like an aha moment that okay if if a large company had a problem like this right and took several years to figure out how to solve it how would a smaller product company be able to do it and let alone a startup so that's when like you know we started uh, thinking okay maybe this is a problem to be solved right there are good product companies but they don't know how to sell it how to take it to the global market yeah. they may be doing very well let's say in india middle east southeast asia but they are unable to break through in the us and european market and which by the way for retail consumer goods industry 75% of the market in any case right so how how do you crack that and so that was the larger problem statement we had been you know thinking for past 5 plus years right so the thinking behind this is very you know goes way back and then you know, we started uh, uh, bouncing some ideas some thoughts uh, started engaging with the whole ecosystem the startup ecosystem uh, both in india us and across the globe talking to a lot of people then figured like you know what is really needed in india is like uh, you know someone who can basically it's almost like you know become like a scaling platform for these startups like because the startups typically they're good at technology they understand technology what they're building uh, and they're very passionate about building the product and in most cases uh, where the startups lack is the art of storytelling right uh, mm. knowing the markets very well and also like you know that whole access to these uh, you know influencers and buyers and these are the things exactly what we bring to the table this is what because we understand the domain very well uh, we have that knack, knack for storytelling packaging messaging and we have access to the right people so how about you know we connect these dots for these startups and you know so that was the initial idea maybe 
uh, Chandan can add more to that. So, uh, you know, like Virat said, Rishad, uh, end of the day, it was all about the ecosystem. It's not just about taking one thing and just trying to push it like any other solution, but it's about, uh, you know, so let me say, having come from the corporate side, having the 20 years of experience behind us, you know, then gives you the benefit of knowing what good looks like. Yeah. Right? Uh, you know, because, uh, you know, you know, when that's where when we contrast with people who sometimes would just jump into a solution, like Thierry said earlier, without thinking very deeply, because sometimes it's just about, hey, you know, I'm, you know, you know, it's a, it's a craze. We need to start a startup, right? We took five years just to come, come up with a good idea. And it's not that we didn't have ideas. There were a lot of ideas, but it's about end of the day. Can you convince yourself, um, that this is something sure. meaningful, not just to make money, but also to create a big difference. And that's when, when the genesis of this idea came, then we realized that you, it is a problem we've understood. It's not that startups have not grown. It's not that uh, there are not advisors out there who help startups. There are, there are many startup advisors, but somebody who specializes in a certain industry understands how to grow at scale and understands how to bring complementary solutions together and stitch them in a very meaningful way, which makes sense for all stakeholders, right? For the yeah. startups, for the customers, and and for the community, which is the industry of retail, right? Because for us, it is not just about making a sale, uh, helping one startup grow, but it is about building the community uh, into a, a really disruptive innovation ecosystem. And what we're building, the long-term vision of startup of uh, .connect is, you know, creating that, uh, you know, first of its kind industry cloud, you know, for the retail industry. And that's that's kind of the vision we're having. Now, the about the name, you know, we get this question all the time, right? Why dot connect? Why, you know, connect with a K and not C? There's a story for that as well. So, you know, Dheeraj and I think we must have spent at least two months, if not more, just, you know, discussing the name, right? You know, there were a lot of names, very interesting, fancy names and all that. But end of the day, you know, we, uh, you know, one uh, concept that we, we believe both in is, you know, we call it subtractive thinking or minimalism. And it was all about, uh, you know, end of the day, what is it that you're trying to solve, right? Just keep it simple. And sure. uh, when we looked at the names, you know, there were a couple of fancy ones and all that. And we said, okay, one day we were not able to come up with a decision. We said, you know, how do we, what exactly that is that we are trying to do here? What are we trying to solve, right? And in one of the statements says, you know, what we are trying to do is really connect the dots between startups and, you know, global customers and this community. This is, why not name it dot .connect? So mm-hmm. that's how the, the name, uh, you know, the name started. Now about the K's, we have got two K's in our name. So for us, the logic of that is the first K stands for knowledge. And this mm. is the, the depth of the industry that this team brings, right? Uh, everyone in the team has been a retailer, has been a very passionate retail consultant or advisor in their lives, right? So retail is in blood of everyone uh, at .connect. So, you know, the team is very passionate. So it's about the amount of knowledge and insights that we can bring to our customers in our ecosystem. The other K stands for karma. And mm. this is about right things, you know, for, uh, you know, for our team, for our community and for the industry. And we believe, you know, if you have the right knowledge, if you apply it, you know, with that sense of outwardness, you know, with the sense of serving and not just self-serving, I think you can do good things, not just for yourself, but everybody that gets associated with this uh, movement. True. And, and I, I like the part about knowledge and, and karma because I personally am a big believer of that as well because I, I, the whole intent, even if you listen to the, the name of the podcast is the growth mindset, right? Wherein yeah. to, to have that growth mindset in the first place, you need to obviously 
always look search understand how can you grow yourself and also applying it for the right cause and i like the fact that you guys have uh, streamlined it in, in a way wherein you're not just working for yourself but also creating a community wherein all of us or let's say every retailer also kind of succeeds rather than just one person or or, or just a couple of them what i want to understand is you guys mentioned during the conversation something which is very important i personally believe is the art of storytelling right now how can people or let's say startup become good storytellers so before uh, before i answer that there is one more aspect of uh, you know the name right that, that i wanted to cover so by the way the connect with the k was not our first choice right hmm. in the dot connect with the c right keeping it simple now the funny yeah. thing that happened is we couldn't get the domain name when we were trying to <laughs> interesting right so we tried all combinations then you know c and a k k and a c then finally we figured that let's go two k's right now uh, you know while that was the adversity that we started with right because we didn't get what we wanted right but it yeah. was about what is what is available how to make use of it right so this actually you know to me is a good segue into the next point that you talked about right is this art of storytelling or you know how do you use an adversity as an opportunity to do something different which actually sticks and actually you know now thinking back and as i say right you can connect dots better when you're thinking backwards and when you're looking backwards when we look at this the fact that the name is not the usual actually is a, is a conversation point uh, in many of our discussions in hey, why k right because you know it creates curiosity we created a story around it and you know the story is actually reality it's just that we you know we built our purpose into the name and you know this has sort of become another topic so this kind of gets into the next uh, you know segment of story that hmm any practical tips as to what what should people keep in mind or startups keep in mind when they are trying to build a story around their startups how can we deliver those one i mean uh, see couple of tips actually it's no one silver bullet right otherwise you know everyone would be uh, would be doing it i think uh, what we believe right you know in terms of uh, see story cannot be uh, cooked up it cannot be it cannot look artificial it has to be genuinely felt right and it has to look natural now for that what's important is again you know uh, first principles thinking right so first of all so when you are saying when you're going to the market with a product or a service you know uh, again if someone just starts with why right? why would someone want to even talk to you forget about buying this product from you right why would they give you 30 minutes what would they get out of it so if we start answering those questions honestly uh, being in other person shoes it will give a lot of clarity the second thing is like what i mentioned earlier as well right falling in love with the problem see our one thing that we see in most cases many people fall in love with their solution too early in the game right mm. and get very fixated with that i mean they think oh i have the ultimate ai platform or i have this you know cool you know uh, whatever uh, conversational ai right something but not having a deep appreciation of the problem that we are trying to solve so we keep telling everyone every startup that we work with or every team member and our team as well that guys let's not fall in love with our solution let's fall in love with the problem first the and keep going deep even if it takes you several iterations to really uncover and understand what exactly is the problem that you're solving until that time don't even think about solution because and the moment you start doing it and you and if you have a habit of let's say either taking notes or using you know some sort of a mind map 
tool or anything that in our opinion will automatically give rise to a lot of these stories the moment you say okay why should someone give you time because you know i will solve this problem okay why this is a problem because you know this is impacting their business like this so why is it impacting the business so the you keep asking why 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 you unravel and you find so many quite you know answers which will unravel itself and that itself becomes your story and what we have also you know seen is and uh, you know i'm glad that you like this whole power of storytelling because uh, we uh, you know in fact we almost sounds like you know broken records when we talk to our teams and our partners and all that guys this is extremely important at end of the day we totally believe when the businesses happen it's not that one company buys from another company it is one person buying from another person true and there the people need to connect at personal level now where that connect happens right i mean it's been uh, proven you know since uh, uh, ages right that uh, you know it's the storytelling i mean we still remember some of the stories that we have heard when we were maybe 5 year olds and that uh, you know that that imprints uh, in your mind so that's the same thing the moment as in fact uh, you know people go and talk about look i really understand or in fact a lot of times people may just use anecdotes so one one another tip that you've seen is uh, that really works well right even uh, if you just go and look or just take an anecdote okay i one day i visited your store and i saw this and this is what happened and this is what then they, this person did and look you know the how happy that customer was right now this exactly imagine if i could do this at scale for you right? so so now suddenly people are visualizing right they are imagining they are not saying okay i can give you a guided selling tool that doesn't mean anything right what is a guided selling tool the moment you say okay look uh, you know look i i went to the store this is what happened now imagining doing this at massive scale millions of such engagements you know and which is all powered automatically wouldn't that be you know of uh, you know uh, value to you of course the person will say yes so and i like there are so many things that you covered in this in this just a, a few minutes the first one obviously being the story right end of the day our brain is far more adept at listening to story like let's let, let's let's look at any religions as well right look look at religion yeah. scriptures they use stories go to Absolutely. books they use stories every that's how our brain works like parables exactly. or or people people the way they they uh, they basically communicate because once we really understand that you know story is what actually sticks and not the product then i think people will be more and you know getting it's it's like a revelation for people who just understand that what this exactly means and once they get it you know it it's a whole different ball game uh, for them and the second thing uh, what i loved uh, what you just said is falling not in love with with the solution like because if you fall in love with the solution then actually you're heading for a dead end because i'm looking right. at a perspective right now because if you love your solution it's 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 what you have developed right you're good but the problem with time always you know it, it gets complex like what problem right. you're facing now after maybe 6 months or a year it's going to be a whole different ball game right so if Absolutely. you love with the solution then you're not focusing on the problem because then you're right. not growing then you're not adapting right and this this covid is very classic example of that a lot of mm-hmm. companies went broke went sideways because of you know this this pandemic and epidemic and there are so many other things happening black fungus white fungus i don't know yellow fungus i don't know how, what what all is going to come but this is so crucial not focusing on the problem uh, sorry not focusing on the solution but focusing on the problem and finding Absolutely. out what can we do now let's 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 just i want to drill a hole here because this is a very important question 
at times so, like this when things are so tough and obviously focusing on the problem is what is required what can people do so that they can come out of this uh, crisis let's say startups or or even people who have some ideas that they want to start what can they do to make sure we can get creative and also also make sure that we are using this time for the better and making ourselves successful very 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 pertinent right and especially during this time when uh, you know we are going through unprecedented situation right i mean it's not normal times i think it's very important especially now as uh, in our mind and chandan i think mentioned about this uh, this whole notion of subtractive thinking we actually love this concept now what this means is uh, you know very to put it uh, simply most often as startup founders or you know in general i mean we tend to think more is better right uh, today i have 10 features on my product if i add two more it will be better for my customer uh, day after i add three more right so we we are uh, in a way we are hot wired for that that more is always better uh, which may not be true in most cases in fact in most cases it's the opposite yeah. right uh, you got to really have build that you know subtractive mindset and you'll be surprised so many uh, solutions we come across where the fundamental problem is not that they don't have enough features it's just they have way too many features yeah. and it's mm. not the features that customers want they no no customer wants to come and buy a product for features True. they want to buy a product to solve a problem exactly now how do you you know build that whole subtractive mindset especially during these times in fact uh, there are several examples uh, without taking any names uh, you know where i think what we have been advising is guys like you know uh, in fact sometimes it is okay you just take a step back you know and especially during this time when resources are scarce uh, you you cannot afford uh, to invest a boatload of money in building something and it doesn't work again Uh, so there are few practical tips we uh, suggest one is again uh, in fact one of the uh, startup you know they developed a product for over a year and a half they kept on adding features out of features out of features mm-hmm. uh, during the pandemic they realized look you know something isn't working while we had been you know advising that uh, this is not the right thing then when they really you know but sometimes it needs you need to feel it from inside that yes i need to change right unless you need to feel from inside no amount of outside advice can work so once that sure. realization happened and they went back to first principles looked at okay what is it again we uh, just like look at this first principle right what are you trying to solve what problem for whom why would they even you know buy this from you again going back there just say what is the basic bare minimum that they need forget about features what do you, and when when the, they came up with a new product it's a like you know world apart like a platform which had let's say 200 features to something which had maybe 20 features but now it works now this is self explanatory they don't even need a user guide you know someone can just uh, they'll be able to figure it out themselves so Correct. i think one thing we would say is like you know think of this time during this time uh, go back again uh, to first principles look at subtractive thinking fall in love with the problem right if you apply these three things and nothing else uh, you will come up with your answer and there is there is no magic pill right to become creative or come up with you know that aha idea but it is just the combination you just iterate over these three right subtractive thinking first principles and falling in love with the problem keep doing it over and over again and you will come up with something uh-huh. 
I think one thing that that Rick said is very important, right? Because I wear my sales hat, right? Uh, when I hear this, because as salespeople, uh, you know, and many of the startup founders we have, you know, of course they have investor pressure. You know, everybody has, you know, pressure to perform, right? And when that happens, your bias is always about let's move quickly. I don't have time to think, right? I've got something I want to sell, and uh, I've been in those shoes as well myself, right? Because you know, I've had uh, uh, quotas and targets to meet and all that. But you know, when you look back and when you reflect, wherever all of us have found successes is because we gave time uh, to understand the situation and really created something very meaningful for the stakeholder, and not just because somebody was in a rush to sell or somebody was in a rush to buy. And I think in these times, like Tira said, you know that reflection and that you know that slowing down is very important, right? A lot of people may think, really, you know, you want me to slow down at this pace when I want to be a, on a rocket ship and I want yeah. to be. You know, uh, going out for valuation when some of my friends and peers have already reached X amount of valuation and all that, and and we believe it's important. This is what we advise. Self-reflection uh, only helps. You know, add more value to everyone. Mm, got it. Now I I see that you know we are coming to the end of the conversation, but there is one question that I want to ask both of you. Right? Uh, we know the importance of having the growth mindset because this applies not just in in one area of your life but all the areas of your life personal professional financial now if i'd ask you like let's say if you could give two advices to everybody who's listening right now to develop this growth mindset first growth mindset develop this should be on a professional level let's say if they're working professionally maybe have a startup or having a job anything that's fine second on a personal level what can they do to have or develop this growth mindset how do you guys do it what are your tips the uh, basic difference between growth mindset and close mindset in our mind is like you know what we look at falling in love with the uh, problem and not with the solution because the moment you fall in love with the solution you know you are you know blocking your mind to only think from the perspective of that solution and you think this is the best and what else i can do how can i add more to that and which is where that additive thinking also comes into the picture so uh the fundamental uh you know quality that is needed to have that uh, growth mindset is first of all that insatiable curiosity right being open mm-hmm. to everything I mean, and admitting that even though we have spent 20 plus years in the industry the we also don't claim that we understand everything you know about this problem we are reading almost every day we keep sharing you know some articles or some uh, stuff with each other with our teams uh, so having that insatiable you know curiosity right i mean reading learning talking to more and more people and we also believe like you know you are end of the day some total of the closest 5 to 10 people that you interact with right? yeah so build your circle like that right you know engage with such people so where you know you get some fresh perspective and i know several people have said this and we also truly believe that if you're the smartest person in the room then you should leave that room right because there's nothing that you're going to gain out of that so uh, i think that is one very very important uh, trait being humble about what you know yes you should be confident about you, what you know because customers expect that confidence from you you can't say i don't know anything but at the same time admitting that what i know today may not be you know enough for tomorrow yeah. i need to learn more so one is you know definitely you know having that uh, and then once that happens again the other things that we said right so where again build network right i've been mean, very understated and it looks like a bad thing right people say networking right it is bad it is not bad it is important it is the fact of life if you do not oh. network you know you will not people will not know you 
and we uh, at least i have made that mistake i'm sure many people have probably done that that early in our career we would be very uh, you know uh, basically idealistic that why should i talk about my work my work should speak for itself if i'm doing good work everyone should know you know that rarely happens i mean yes uh, you know it is important that you do good work but it's also important that you make sure that the right people know that you are doing good work yeah it's there is nothing so it's not about tom toming it's about just being street smart right just knowing and then the other thing is uh, building that right network right i mean so many people uh, we have come across who uh, we would initially thought oh they would never speak to us right they are like too big or you know too uh, important a guy but sometimes you'll be surprised right you know the simple question of reaching out and asking for help people are willing to help they're willing to talk so having that you know no no inhibition in building that uh, right network in those areas very important another thing if i might add is uh, again another term that we really like is being jack of all and master of few that is the end of the hour right so earlier always people used to debate should you be jack of all like a generalist or a you know master of one which is a specialist we believe both of them doesn't work it has to be a mix of both you need to have a wider perspective you need to be a generalist with few specialization that is what the world needs today and if you need to stand out that is what needs to happen now how it's it's easier said than done right it's not going to be easy that suddenly especially the young entrepreneurs or young professionals would have you know multiple uh, areas of interest or they can become a polymath overnight it's not going to happen it will it's a process it will take some time right sure. but uh again going back to that whole curiosity i think you know we while we know uh, no, we don't know much about let's say design as an uh, area of expertise but we love that area right we we want to learn more we engage with people in that space so that at least we know a bit about or at least we can have a meaningful conversation for a few minutes with someone and make sense that that's important so as for me um, you know i think dilaj well covered all the points so all goes back to the two k's that we talked about right knowledge and karma you see knowledge again is all about constant learning right we both call ourselves uh, lifelong learners of retail right even after 20 years we are learning every day and i think that trait is very important uh, you know while everybody knows it sometimes it's uh, you know uh, it's hard to understand some people don't want to follow it because sometimes these things are hard right uh, you know learning and other can also be hard so we recommend to everyone uh, you know continue to refine that knowledge because that only adds value and about the karma is just genuinely be interested in people right uh, build that good network and uh, you know try to help out and because you know that power of ecosystem is is bigger than what we all uh, you know see it right now and we believe business is going forward will be all about ecosystem only and we are already sure. starting to happen absolutely yeah i mean uh, this does make a lot of sense and you know guys i really appreciate you taking a time out and joining me on the show uh, i'm sure a lot of startups and you know basically entrepreneurs who are looking for ideas as to how to scale their business what they should be doing how going back to the drawing board is important at times like this and again reevaluating your values and what exactly you want to solve is is going to be a is going to be a process that all of us need to go back i i i just believe not just once but every once in a while to to make sure that we are in line with our our vision and goal and not being chased by the spin forms that we all see right so thank you so much guys again for for joining us on the show and uh, where can uh, people find you reach out to you 
So both of us, I think, are quite active on LinkedIn. I mean, not uh, lately because we have been caught up in so many other things. But yeah, LinkedIn, I think, works best. Uh, our website is .connect.com now. Having said that, it 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 has two Ks, so I think that's self-explanatory. Yeah. So these are the places, Mishal. Uh, awesome. So thank you, guys. This brings us to the end of this episode, and hope you at least had one takeaway from this interview. If you have any questions or want to talk to me personally, you can find me at www.silavatirshad.com. See you soon.